This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hello. Welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Bonus episode three. Bracket Talk with Kevin Touch. Follow me on Instagram at Burning Springs. Email inboxes open unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. Facebook. Hey! Facebook. There's a podcast page there. Look for Unreasonable Doubt on Facebook. This is the second of three bracket talks I'm going to drop this week in preparation for the game Friday, WVU versus Murray State. I have a bracket update. All of my bracket talks were recorded yesterday, and all these talks do not involve the news I'm about to tell you involving Virginia. DeAndre Hunter, their sixth man, redshirt freshman, broke his wrist apparently in the ACC tournament and will not play. So not a starter, but contributed substantial minutes. So be forewarned before you turn in your brackets by tomorrow, Thursday at noon. How did it affect my bracket? I had Virginia going to the championship. Based on this news, I still think they can make it to the Final Four, but I have them losing at that level. So you may not think it will affect how you have Virginia in your bracket, but be forewarned. And I hate to hear that for Virginia. They get the number one seed, get a terrible draw, and then lose one of their players that have substantial minutes, uh, contributions to the team. That's all of my updates. Let's get to the interview, Bracket Talk, with anchor legend Kevin Touch. Josh Witch. Hey! I met this guy on the Anchor app. Yeah, he was an early supporter of the show uh, and a supporter I'm not related to, I don't think. Uh, if you've been on Anchor, you know him. He's an Anchor contest winner, host of the Creators Council, host of the Anchor Nation podcast. You can find him on Instagram, at the Anchor Nation, host of the Kevin Touch Station. And most importantly for this, he's a fan of the Mountaineers, Kevin Touch. Welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. It's the best time of the year. It's March Madness. Let's talk some WVU and, and definitely some surprises coming the way. Oh, wow. Calling them out early. So, Kevin, <laughs> uh, what's your strategy when you fill out a bracket? Do you, do you have a set uh, way of doing it? Do you? It sounds like you're going for surprises. What's your mindset when you're going into filling a bracket? Yeah, what I mean, it's hard. I have all four teams. I have four teams, and I have to think about that. i got to put the egos inside. Of course I want one of them to win the championship, but realistically, there's going to be a chance. I think VU and, and Auburn have the best chance for my teams, but I can see why I would just have to go with the one seed. The surprises I'd like to pick are more in the second round, though. 
I, I really see the second round as a round of, well, one seeds can get a little, you know, arrogant or they take you lightly, two seeds, same way. The first round, I'm kind of shocked. I can see some games where I like the 6-11s, 5-12s. I always look at the trends on those games. Basically, sure. anything anything 4-7, to 4-7, to seven, those those are favorable seeds. I feel 8-9 is a toss-up game. You can go either way. But the 4-7 to seven seeds, there's a chance for vulnerability, and you can get a 10-seed winning, and it's not surprising. And I look at that, and I go through the bracket and see, well, what's the best chance? What's the right region? Where's the home game? Where's the location? I, I look at all these factors, and I try to do five to six brackets. I don't try to do the strategy of figuring it out and just trying to pick and try to get that perfect bracket. That's, I'm sure there's that perfect bracket challenge. <laughs> I mean, you can try <laughs> The best I did, and last I think it was two years ago, I went twenty nine and three. That that was good round one. Wow, well, that was that's good. impressive. I mean, <laughs> twenty nine and three, and I, and I thought I could top it the year before. I didn't, but I went twenty eight and four. I think my worst years were a couple years back. I went like twenty and twelve, twenty three and nine, nineteen and thirteen. That's like my worst first round record ever. But it's pretty consistent for most people to even win 29-3. And I know, of course, I lost the challenge. But at the same time, round two, I had a lot of these going. And at one point, I think my overall record out of the 60, I think it's 60-something games, I only had like 11 or 9, 11 or 9 losses or 8 was my lowest total ever. And I'm trying to see if I can beat that 8. And, and for me, it works. I feel like I study the sport, I watch the sport. A lot of people don't watch it in like November. I, I'm one of those people who wait till January and then I start really getting into it hard and just checking out these teams. Right. And then, and then once I get that, I make the strategy and put my teams aside. And I think what helped is that one year I was 29-3. I'm pretty sure the only team was VU, WV. And I couldn't, uh, couldn't pick the other. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't pick the of other course. team. Uh, yeah, the one time, the one time, of course, they couldn't even make the final four. It's like, oh, great, great. And and, and I didn't even have them in the final four. I had them, at, I think, out <laughs> round two. I think that it happened. The, but that was a Stephen F. Austin year? I think it might have been that year. Oh, man. I, I think yeah, I, of I course. Had, I, and that was one of my well, – I had them out round two. I didn't think they would beat uh, whoever they were supposed to play within the Austin year. And I'm like, oh, oh great. man. And they, that thought that was their best year to win, not only really a championship, but at least reach the finals. But I, I, we got blown out. <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> that was that was not one that West Virginia fans like to remember, but it did happen. Yeah, uh, but, but true. I, I hate that. But uh, that's really my filling <laughs> out of the strategy. It's like kind of go where your locations at, kind of know where the trends stay, and and just check the teams out. If you check them out, you got to remember. You kind of know the main people, about 48 teams you know. Right. And you got to remember the 20 with the play-in games, still got to wait for those games. You don't know those are 20. Those are conference champions from, like, the American East, the, the WAC, or whatever. It's like, who are these right. teams? And you had, right. L, I think, LIU is in it. These ridiculous teams. And you hope that just the regular teams take care of business. And we all know that the one seed is pretty, pretty good. They haven't lost the game yet, and we, we have to put them as favorite holds. But you just never know in this tournament. That's why it's that's why it's incredible for this March Madness. It's it's the best week of the year. Uh, so West Virginia uh, ends up with a number five seed in the East bracket. Give me your thoughts, Kevin. What are what do you think West Virginia's chances are of uh, advancing deep in this year's tournament? Let's start with game one, Murray State. Uh, Murray State scares me. Because I remember a couple of years ago they played Missouri and that was a two seed, and I believe it was a couple of years ago and they they won 
and I'm concerned yeah. about, and I'm concerned about this team. I, I, I really look at VU. I mean, they, they obviously we did well in the twelve, the Big Twelve tournament, but couldn't get past those mighty Jayhawks. Those guys seem to have our number, and I, they I really, did this year. Yes, <laughs> they always seem to do. But then again, what are we going to do? They, they had it at the home court on the final, but uh, I don't know. We, we got to see if Javon does well. I, I think Dexter needs to step it up. Dexter. Miles, he needs to step it up. And we have to just play some more defense, press Virginia, as we like to be called around here. God, definitely play that press. If they can get by Murray State and they can really just hone in on what their their craft is, defense and all this and whatnot, I really think they can get a, they can go deep. But at the same time, you have to remember, it, it, you just don't know. I, I think they, they can't take this lightly. Murray State is a team that, although I haven't seen them play all year, they could be somebody deep. And if we do advance, do I like our chances? I'm going to say yes because we do play Wichita State if we do get there, or Marshall. I could, we could see an, up, an upset, and I feel like with that we can make some we can make some headways headways into the Sweet 16, and then it would probably either be Villanova, or Virginia Tech, which I'm thinking, or or even Alabama. I would rather play, of course, Virginia Tech or Alabama, but. Then if we can get to that far, I want to see if we can ha- handle Nova. Those guys have been the class of the field, as they like to say, with, uh, with Xavier, I'm pretty sure, in Kansas. Those have been the top three teams, and, and Carolina even has been is up there. Absolutely, and you can't forget about Virginia, who goes 31-2, oh, yeah, wins the ACC title, uh, regular season wins the conference tournament. I mean, they just made North Carolina, who's been to the finals two years in a row, just shuts them down. So uh, it's hard to sleep on Virginia. And of course, West Virginia beat Virginia this year, as well as another team in the East bracket, Virginia tech. Those are Virginia's two losses. So that would be interesting. Um, You told me you have surprises, Kevin. So looking at five seeds and lower, who do you have going the farthest? Uh, Who's your upset special? Yeah. The South Carolina of last year. It's a great question Uh, because they were, they were a surprise. I didn't expect them. I have a couple teams, a five seed or lower. The, the the number one for me, I had to put up there, and I, I expect them to go far as Kentucky. To see them at a five seed, I, I think that's a shoe in, in my opinion, as a steal with the young talent they got. Another team I had that I, I had them upsetting Tennessee was Miami. I don't I don't think Miami is a six seed. I really think they're they're a four seed. They should be a four or five, and they put they they're set up the beat, and they get they can make a deep run. I got them going far. And my last upset special, I had to go with. This was a tough one for me, but I, I really think this is somebody who can make a run, and that's that's uh, Arkansas. Somebody you, you wouldn't expect, but I watched them against Tennessee. Although they lost, I could see them setting up well against Purdue. I think they could have, they could upset some people, upset a surprise, and could spring something to where they can make the sixteen or eight. But overall, I had Kentucky going the farthest. I wanted my brackets. I had them in the Elite Eight. It's amazing that poor Virginia, they have probably their best regular season uh, since the Ralph Sampson years, and they get to they get the number one overall seed. And who's waiting for them? Kentucky. Arizona's got a number one draft pick. Cincinnati, who plays crazy oh, defense. Yeah. Tennessee, crazy defense. So it's, it's, it's the worst draw for the best team uh, all year. So it's it's – well, congratulations, Virginia, right? I mean, it's, it's <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, I think the best draw, I'm looking at it right now. 
I feel like Kansas got a nice draw. I mean, they got Duke and Michigan State, but you got to think one of those guys will go down, and then they would have seen Hall or NC State, then they would get to either Auburn, TCU. Yeah, I, I think I look at it as, as, as Kansas probably has the easiest draw till the, five, till the Elite Eight, but if they got to win all their games, which I think they'll take care of business. I have them going not as a national champion, but as a Final Four candidate in one of my brackets. Well, let's get to it. What uh, for for unreasonable doubt? The bracket you've chosen for unreasonable doubt. What? Who's your final four? And who's playing who? And who's winning the championship for twenty eighteen? All right, I got. I, I still think with all the the ups and downs, I still had Virginia, and I mean when I mean close, I had them squeaking out a win against Cincinnati. I got them winning the uh, what do you call it, the South bracket, and then I have. Another another one. See, I'm going to think the West here. This is the only other West. I actually had Xavier. And the reason why I had Xavier is I look at them, and they would only have to play either a UNC or Michigan. And I, I would like to see I would like to see Michigan take down UNC as a <laughs> from just from heart. I'm not a UNC fan, but I like to see that. And I think they squeak in. But then this is where I had the upset. I did not have Villanova moving on to the the uh, the Final Four. I actually had. Uh, Purdue in my bracket on this one. I'm going to go with Purdue. I did as well, Kevin. I've got I've got Purdue advancing as well. And I, I think although Arkansas can make that run to have an upset, one, I think Purdue in this bracket in the unreasonable day, I think Purdue will make a run. They'll get to the Final Four. And my last team, although I don't like Duke or Kansas, I still had Kansas because I feel like Michigan State, they didn't show me nothing on that, that championship game. They lost to Michigan. I feel like they could be Still heard about that, and I had I had uh, Candace in the last one for the winners of, of the Final Four and, and the championship. I still think I would like to see Virginia get the uh, get the nod. They've had a great season as a as a heart. I'll take Virginia as the as the winner of the Final Four game. I believe who they play be the South game, which would be Xavier, and then the final game I had, and I had Candace. So I had Virginia, Candace, and I would like to see. Uh, I have Virginia. Um, yeah, Virginia can. Virginia can. I still have Candace over Purdue, and then I had Virginia win the championship. I just made a random score. I put it 66, 60, 64. A nice two point, <laughs> nice two point squeaker. I mean, if you, if you get that far, it's like, what do you do with the score? <laughs> and it's uh, interesting. I've I've got Virginia making it to the final, and it goes against history where this coach and the way they play uh, at Virginia with a focus on defense, slow down the pace. They always seem to, in the tournament, have a game where the offense doesn't come through. Uh, But we saw uh, West Virginia play Virginia, and we were lucky to win that game. But I think they have enough offense to make a run, uh, and they got to get some luck too because they're going to have some tough games. UK, Arizona, Cincinnati – and then that's not going to be a slouch play in Xavier, whoever comes out of the West. So, um, but you have Virginia in the in the unreasonable doubt bracket. Yes, and I have them winning it all over Kansas. I I think it will be a. Let me tell you, if they get, they've earned. It. They 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 are the best team. Now, does history say the best team wins these things? No. I mean, look at South Correct. Carolina. They almost won that last year. And I, I really look at, I look at this as I feel like I just can't go against those one season, two season. I think because. 
although it's a wide open field as always, I just still feel that the one and two seeds were up there for a reason. And I still got to put them. Now, one of my wild brackets, and this is, this is, the, this is my crazy bracket I had, of course. I had WV in there. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I had, I got, and now I call it the Homer bracket. I got, uh, let me see here. If I, I don't know if I can pull it up. Uh, let like, me imagine. Is, is Texas in your final four in that bracket? No, it's the it's the one team that's not. Uh, let me see. Uh, got, oh, interesting. Yeah, I had Auburn. Is that, the problem with Texas, I feel. I like Shaka Smart and what he's doing there. I feel like they're they're going to be good next year. They have a lot of, of rookies. I do have them beating Nevada though in all my breath. I feel like Nevada is somebody I've never seen, and I did have them beating Cincinnati actually, but then I couldn't I couldn't make them that far and go against the. Uh, UV, I believe, right? Yeah, I couldn't go against UVA. And I let that, I let that slide, and I made him to the eight. But I have in this one bracket, I have UVA, and then I have, let's see, um, at least yeah, West Virginia's in there. Uh huh. Uh huh. Of course. Uh, let's see, the South Region. Well, that is the South. I just got got a lot. I got to scroll. So I got UV. I got in the West. I had. Oh, you know, in the West, I I had WV, and then the East, I had. Uh, oh, man, I don't even know. I think I think I even had Missouri. I don't know. I, I got a. There's like too many to scroll through, but you got too many brackets, Kevin. <laughs> I got like six. You, it's hard to keep them straight. You're 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 playing all the angles here, but I, I like it. That's that's a different approach, and uh, it makes it more exciting, more things to follow, oh, and a better chance of you being right. And maybe that one, that one million. <laughs> no, no. I mean, <laughs> I mean, those things. I mean, those things are great and all, but it's like. Can you really do it? <laughs> can you? It's, can you? Really, it's, it's an so uphill hard. challenge. It's, oh, I, yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to do. Uh, Kevin, you have uh, three podcasts that we talked about <laughs> on this episode. You go to school. I assume you sleep at night. Uh, <laughs> yes. How, you're a busy man. How do you do it? That's a good question. That's the million dollar answer. All right. So uh, when I, <laughs> you're, you're gonna you're actually gonna get this out of me. Most people will be like, no. Nope. <laughs> But uh, for the unreasonable doubt with how I do it. Well, the first thing I do is I start off with healthy breakfast. You always got to think about that. And uh, on a regular weekend, let's say it's school day, I wake up, head to school out around 1230, come home, get in the laser mode. I'm sure you know what that is. It's just straight, I do. straight work mode. I'm into it. I don't talk to you for maybe even four hours. If it's a Monday with a creator's council, I got to think about it. I got to plan a creator's council. I got to make sure who's coming on the show. Got to make sure TV's ready. Don't want Uncle Mike and Ike to feel like they're left out. Got to get them ready. Get as many creators on the show as possible for the week. Talk about subjects and topics and really have all those in notes. Anchor Nation, got to get the interview ready. Got to get the podcast ready. Got to get the album cover ready. Got to get the, what do you call it, the, the cover photo, intro, all that. All that shabazz, and I had to get all that ready. And then we have Next Gen, which we're holding, <laughs> we're holding off on that for now. We'll, we'll, we'll keep that on the back burner. Once I get all that ready, we go into the Tuesday, same process, no counsel. It's a little bit easier. But I still have to check Collins, voice messages, KT station, healthy breakfast, still in laser mode. And then Wednesday, same process, Thursday, same process. Then we get to Friday. It's a little easier. I get a little eased up a bit. Think about new topics for next week's show. Get more interviews. Balance the schedule. Do more interviews for future episodes. <laughs> and, and, and you watch some basketball in the middle. Oh, yeah. Oh, just, yeah. You got you got uh, you definitely sound like a um, somebody who has a calendar, has a lot of reminders, a lot, and and really 
you have to be organized to have that much going on. So I, I applaud you for that. I, I would be on the opposite end <laughs> of, uh, of that scale. But uh, you're an inspiration, man. I appreciate your time. Uh, appreciate actually, the support for Unreasonable it, Doubt. It's funny because I, I actually don't have all the reminders. I kind of just know it. I, the only calendar I have is for the Anchor Nation. I just kind of know what to do because I do it all of the day, every day. It's like a routine. It's like get this done, get this done, get this done, get this done, get this done. And I just repeat the same process. And then the only chill day I'll say, if it's even called a chill day, is Sunday. That's my chill day just to chill, relax, and see what I can do and then plan ahead for the week ahead and then just keep planning and planning and planning and planning. And then when I'm feeling it, go to bed and sweet dreams. And then I do the same thing over and over. All right, Kevin. So what, what I need to ask you to do is to uh, just, just pinch yourself uh, on the, on the <coughs> hand and see if you feel pain. Cause uh, the way you're describing things, you may be uh, made of wires and uh, electricity. You may be a robot and that's cool. Uh, I like robot technology. That's great, man. Uh, <laughs> But keep up the good work. All joking aside, thanks for supporting this podcast. Uh, we'll be watching on Friday, see how West Virginia does. And thank you for joining me on Unreasonable Down, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. Go Mountaineers. Oh, I got to do that Josh Weed impression as we – right. hit, hit I don't know if anybody's heard this. Hit, hit, hit everybody. <laughs> I'm flattered. Let me get the Josh Weed impression. All right. Hi, I'm Josh Witt. This is a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. Episode 32, Texas Tech. <laughs> oh, my God. That's spot be, on. I should be offended, but I love it. I love that, it. That's pretty spot on, though. You got to <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, I'm not going to listen to this back, but I, I'm sure everybody enjoyed that. Kevin, thank you so much. Thank you, Josh. Pretty much. All right. Take care, man. A big thank you again to Kevin Touch for joining me on this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on Anchor, anchor.fm slash unreasonable doubt, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Overcast, Pocket Cast, subscribe, rate, review, give it five stars, leave a review. Those are nice things to do. We'll have another one of these tomorrow. Give me your feedback. What do you think of these bracket talks? What do you think about hearing somebody besides me on the podcast? UnreasonableDoubtWV at gmail.com or hit me up on Instagram at Burning Springs. Until tomorrow, I'm Josh Witt. WVU, they still haven't played. They're still 24 and 10. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.